everybody, and welcome to another episode of Surviving the Badge. So I'm your host, Ronnie, co-host Camille, co-host John. Hello. And tonight we're going to be talking about the Alec Baldwin shooting case. Um, I'm sure you've seen it on the news. It's starting to die down a little bit, so we're here to fester that thing right back up absolutely. again and just, talk just about it. it. Absolutely. Absolutely. But first, of course, the most important thing we're going to do is go to the beer moment. Woo! So tonight we're going to try Sailfish Lager. Yeah. That's the name of the beer, Lager. So, so it's a very simple like. name. So it's by the Sailfish Brewing Company out of Fort Pierce, Florida. And hopefully this one doesn't explode. Hey, no yeah. explosion. Our last week's show. The Mark Floyd episode. The Mark Floyd episode. Where our beers kind of exploded in our hands and went all over the bar. Yeah, we yeah. would love to watch... Love to have you watch the entire episode, but if you you just got to watch the first five minutes, not even, and you'll see how wonderful it is. Yep, live TV, right? Live TV, and then watch Ronnie open the second one, and it do even worse than his first one did. Yeah, that's why I waited. I'm like, is it good? Because oh, he doesn't open. learn. Well, oh, that's a lager. It's got a good color of a, a lager. That's like a, it's got the pills. It's got pills in Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. So, like, oh, sorry right. now. Mm. Salute. I am normally a lager drinker, so. Let's see. <laughs> Flavor to it. No, what is that smell? Camille, did you shower? It oh, actually I smells guess. really bad. <laughs> is that the coriander? It's the sailfish. Oh, they put real sailfish in there? Yes, it smells exactly. like sailfish. <laughs> it actually tastes mm. really good, but it, it I don't that's know. A good, that's a good flavor. If you can get past the, the initial smell, <laughs> no, I don't. I, I honestly don't smell anything. So really, yeah, I, I can't don't. either. I was I was wondering like, what um, you don't smell? No, that? I don't smell much. It, it's got a good look at this nose. <laughs> <laughs> nose, nose. Look at this nose. Mm. <laughs> All right, Ronnie, what's, what's your what's your score on this? Man, taste wise, it's smooth as glass. God dang, it's smooth. I'm gonna give this like a freaking eight point five. I like it a lot. Well, we needed to know what time it was he'd lay down and we'd use it as a sundial. <laughs> All right, go ahead, smartass. <laughs> yeah, we put a pencil in your belly and do the same thing. Yeah, well, anyway, go um, ahead. I don't smell anything negative about the beer. Um, it's not as sharp as I would like it to be. A little crispness. Hmm. A little more crispness. For a lager, definitely. For- lager should be a nice crisp. So I'm going to give it a... <laughs> Say that again? Chris. Chris. <laughs> like like Charlie Chris. <laughs> right. Uh, so I'm going, to, I'm going to give it a seven. A seven, okay. A seven. So yeah. eight and a half, seven. What do you yeah, got? I, I, I think a seven is a good solid number. Yeah, definitely. Yeah? Yeah. So with uh, with the with our uh, grading of... Uh, um, I'd like to thank our sponsors... We have two sponsors tonight. One is uh, uh, Kenny's Groceries, located at 1792 in French Avenue in Orange City. They have 5 million. Uh, they say 500. Okay. Yeah. It seems like <laughs> 5 million when you go in there. And then our second sponsor is CNR Constructors. CNR Constructors, a general contractor out of Central Florida doing commercial build outs. They do com- uh, uh, residential remodels. And rebuilding. And they also have a services division to take care of any commercial needs you may need on the service end. Thank you, guys. We really appreciate your sponsor. All right. So today we're going to, uh, oh, before we go into our episode, I'm going to talk about our fallen, fallen officers. Um, 
since our last episode in October, we've had seven officers, which is a decrease from the times before. That brings us to a, a total of 402 officers died in the line of duty this year, which is up 33% from last year. And the worst season is not even here yet. Christmas. Well, yeah, no, I know. Um, August so far this year was has the, been worst. the worst. Yeah. yeah. Um, of the seven, three died from, from COVID, two from gunfire, and two from um, vehicle crashes. We failed to do this on the last show because I was a little busy. Salute to those fallen officers. Absolutely. Thank you for giving everything. We appreciate it very much, and all of America appreciates it very much. Rest Thank in you. Peace. Rest Thank in you. peace. Uh, All right. with, with that, we're going to talk about the uh, Alec Baldwin case. I have mixed opinions. I, I'm going to put it out there. No. Right. right. I'm going to put it out there. Can right. you find the middle ground? <laughs> no. No, because I'm either on one side or the other. So he is such an anti-gun, anti-police, anti-NRA that I... Not... Right. That, But I, in this instance, I could see it being an accident. So, but... Let an me, accident on his part. Right, he he definitely yeah. pulled the trigger. So the, the that's it, a good point. Right, on his part. Right. So go so ahead. so <laughs> if you don't know, Alec Baldwin, he's the producer and the um, actor in a movie called Rust. And uh, yes, I, I just want to point out. Yes, it is very important that he is the producer. Yes, that means he's the man in charge of he everything. Pays all the bills. Yes, the director tells people what to do. The producer. He's for everything. Yep. He's responsible for everything. Absolutely. Sort of like the owner of whatever company you work for. They're the ones who's responsible. Yeah, totally. So the the, the premise of the story, I don't know the entire storyline, but Rust is named after Harlan Rust, who is a, uh, a grizzled outlaw. And essentially, they were in a wooden church out in the, in the desert. New and, Mexico, and, right? Yeah, New Mexico. Yeah. And the scene is that he's in the church and he has to draw his weapon because the bad guys or the good guys or whatever are out to get him. Um, and then he engages with the bad guys. So what happened essentially is there was a rehearsal scene. So he's sitting on the pew and one of the armorers who's in charge of the props and the guns and the ammo and the blanks and all that. There says, was two, right? Yes. Yeah. One of them says, "Here, here's your gun for this scene. It's cold. Uh, meaning? Safe. Safe. Right. No ammo in it because it's a rehearsal. We don't need blanks. We don't need anything for rehearsal. So he's like, thank you very much. This is a, it's a Colt 45. It's a long Colt. You know, it's a, a, a classic Western, Western weapon. Yeah. yeah. Uh, revolver. Single right? action revolver. Yeah. Not a double. You have to pull the yeah, hammer back. Okay, so that's so a single action. Single action is you have to pull the hammer back. Just, just a little background. Let me. I, I meant to do this. Up. The reason why I'm doing this episode is I have a little background on firearms. I, uh, firearms instructor. A little. Yeah. <laughs> firearms instructor for two agencies. An armor for a couple of agencies. Uh, been to tactical schools, things like that. So, um, an armor is someone. Who can work on the guns, take them apart, fix them, repair them, make sure they're in good working order. And they're certified by the manufacturer to do the work. That's what an armorer is, just in case you didn't know. So, rehearsal, cold gun, he's sitting there, the uh, cinematographer is filming, the director is standing right next to, okay, okay, let's do this shot, 
He pulls the, the, the um, colt, points it, fires. Guess what? Right at the camera. Right at the camera. That's where the shot was. Yep. Yeah. And guess what? Not a cold gun. Bam. So the uh, witnesses said... How many rounds? Just one, right? Just, just, just one. Well, just one shot was fired, and the witnesses said it sounded like a whip. Right. Shot rang out, um, went into the cinematographer. Hold on, because blanks make noise. Yes, absolutely. blanks go off. They yes. sound like a real gun. I'm a little less, but I mean, they sound like a real gun. But from what I understand, cold doesn't even mean blank. Cold is empty. The if, no, if I, nothing. Nothing. It was okay. a rehearsal. Oh, okay. They didn't, okay. they didn't really need a blank for the rehearsal. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought it had blank. Was supposed to have blanks. No, in it. it should have been told because, it, like I said, it was just dry a rehearsal. Fire. Okay. Dry fire, right? Completely empty. Pulls a gun. Wow. Shoots it, and it goes off. It goes into the cinematographer. Um, her name is uh, Helena Hutchinson, just a couple of feet away. She grabs her midsection. It went through her. This is a 45, which is a relatively large caliber gun. Um, goes through her and then into the director. It's there's a lot of velocity behind an actual but guys, gun. A normal 45, okay, is this long, about yay long, and it's about as big as probably your ring finger. Just thinking about a half an inch, because 0.45 is is close to a half an inch. In a diameter. 45 long Colt, the casing on it is this long, okay, it can be used as a rifle round or as a pistol round. Mm -hmm. So it's this long, same diameter. So there's a hell of a lot more powder behind a long Colt um, 45 than there is a regular So Ronnie tells his wife he has a 45 long Colt? Yes, of course. And no, she's believed it for 25 <laughs> years, baby. <laughs> so the fecal matter hit the oscillator. <laughs> When you round, set it up perfectly. Right. They're like, it's this big. Shut up. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> it's this big. Um, it, it, <laughs> nubbins over here. Nubbins. So, <laughs> shit hits the fan. Right. right. Nobody expected it to have a live round in it. Nobody really expected it to have a blank in it. But it went through the uh, cinematographer into the director. The um, 911 call said, everybody's probably heard the 911 call. You know, we've had a shooting. From a prop gun, um, we've had, we have two injured. So the cinematographer went to the hospital. She died at the hospital. I mean, it's, shame, it's, it's it's point essentially point blank. What a shame! Range. It is. Um, so that that's essentially what happened. She went to the hospital. The cinematographer died. Director injured, but but survived. My first question I have is is a Prop, is it a prop gun if it actually shoots ammo? No. No. That's a gun, right? It's a real gun. Right. I, I don't know why they, because you, you can make a gun into a prop gun where it just shoots blank. Now, back in the old days, and, and even now, you can put a blank into a real gun. Yes. And it'll fire. Yes. But everything that I'm watching and reading and everything else, they have guns. Mm -hmm. That they bring on these movie sets that will only fire blank rounds. Yes. If you load a real round into it, you cannot chamber it. It will not fire. Yeah. yeah. What happened there? Uh, so a lot of things happened here. Complacency. Um, 
lack of training, lack of supervision, knowledge, knowledge. Um, so the investigation, uh, three search warrants were executed on this movie uh, set. Uh, so law enforcement obviously gets called to the set. Dum, 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 dum. <laughs> the they uh, executed three hmm. search warrants. Hmm. Um, she was shot with a live. <laughs> 45 caliber round in the chest passing through her. And this is what the autopsy showed. And they also found out that there had been two other incidences of... So we, in the day, we used to call them accidental discharges. Yeah, ADs. Right. But now they're negligent discharges because you should have checked. It's not an accident. It's on you for so checking. Like, which there really, are no... Vehicle accidents, right? We had crashes. 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 So, so the terminology in firearms is it it went from accidental AD to ND, negligent discharge, because it's on you. You should have checked. You ever have any? You? Yes. Where? Um, I was. Or or just tell us how. I was. I was working on a gun at a at a competition, and it 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 was it was my fault. One hundred percent. Nobody got hurt. It just went off. In the ground? Yeah, in the ground. In the ground. Where I was pointing it. You? Nope. Me neither. Ever witness one? I never actually witnessed one. I know. Yeah. Story. I can, I can, let me tell so you my story. Hold on. Okay, okay. No, it's okay. my turn. Okay. I'm standing out back of a PD mm-hmm. in Volusia. Yeah. And we're all unloading our guns. And every night we had to take out our 12-gauge shotguns. Okay. Okay. And they teach you, whack the round down, pull that round out, hit the little button up inside, to do, to do, to do, to do, pull them out. Well, I hear this guy over here, boom, and I go, whoa, and I, of course, I duck, and and freaking scared the shit out of me, because this next car over, shotguns are a little different than a... And I look, and there's six perfect holes up in the flashing on the back of the building, and everybody looks at this guy and goes, what the bleep? And he's just standing there going, uh, <laughs> that's what almost as good as this one time I did hear about an accidental discharge or negligent discharge of a taser. Oh, okay. Yeah, right into the visor, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so I got, got hurt. So I was I, <laughs> Who did that? We all know Me? this. We all know this individual. I got a call one day from this officer, and the officer asked me over the phone, hey. Camille, these guns are not supposed to go off without the magazine in it, right? And I told this officer, why, yes, they will totally go off without the magazine in it. And he hangs up. He goes, okay, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) So later I talked to this officer. Which is great about Glock because (laughs) if you were... Yeah, if you had that one and round. There's been, there's and been shootings where officers have been shot in the hand and they've accidentally dropped the magazine. And still the older, got one round. The older, the older guns, like uh, some of the Smiths, wouldn't fire. No, they wouldn't. Uh, so anyway, I, I got with this officer later and said, so uh, just between you and me, what happened? And so this officer said that they were off duty and they were explaining how safe the Glock was <laughs> to their neighbor. And he says, look, you take the magazine off and it won't even go off. Bam! Oh. I did work as a detective. We had a we had a, a, a teenager drive into the Seven Eleven at uh, the East Seven Eleven in our town, and apparently he, he had a, a gunshot wound to his stomach. Ooh. 
and we got there, or I got there, and paramedics got there. Gut shot. Yeah. And so I'm trying, they're working on them, and I'm getting a GSR from them and everything. What's and that? Gunshot residue. And so what, I, what do you do there, real quick? So I, you, you dab the hands to see if there's any gunpowder residue, see if he's actually the one who fired, fired the, gun. the gun. Right. Let's let our, our. Oh, sorry. sorry. Well, I'm letting our. No, you're the boss. That's Our civilians good. know. So um, he passed away. But, and, and, and what had happened is he and his friend were handling their dad's gun and they didn't realize that it was loaded. And he, he ended up, it was actually him who shot himself. He had gunshot residue in hand. The witness said, yeah, he, you know, bam, and it went off. Oh, and, and, and teenage, like 17 years old. Um, well, how about the three-year-old that was oh playing with the, the ladies yeah, on a Zoom call? And the three-year-old picks up the gun and pow kills her on the Zoom call. Yeah, I mean, oh my God, dude, what the heck? Yeah. All right, let's get back oh, to the okay. case. So Go. back, back. Uh, so there had been a couple other uh, instances at the at this set. Um, the stunt double for Baldwin accidentally fired a blank after being told the cold was gun. Uh, the gun was cold. Um, a member of the props department actually shot herself in the foot with a blank. You all know. So there was, there had been a couple of instances already. So I don't know if this was the Keystone cops in, in dealing with who were in charge of the armory, but it's like if if somebody hired me to be in charge of the armory for I, I, all this shit would be locked down. Well, and 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 I would have this. I would have. Okay, this is what I would do. Day one of the shooting of the film, I would have a safety briefing as the armorer. And I would say, listen, I am here to help you be safe and go home alive. There are four things you need to, lo- to know to understand that. A, <clears throat> every gun is loaded. If I hand you a gun and I say it's cold, you need to say, you're lying, this gun is loaded, and check it yourself. And I'm going to show you and how to check it. here's how you check it. Right. I'm going to show you how to check it. Second, never put your finger on the trigger unless you're ready to fire. to fire it. Third, don't point at anything you're not ready to destroy. And fourth, know your surroundings. That's the safety briefing I would have had as the armorer. Now, let me ask you a question. And I would, I, I, anybody who's handling guns, I would have said, I would have taught them how to, how to shoot it, and I would have gone over it. This is how we keep it safe. Now, I understand in a movie set, you got to point a gun at somebody. Of course. But let's do it safely. Let's 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 lock this shit down and say we're going to do it safely, John. Now, well, in reference to that, any time in all my career in law enforcement, any time I handed a weapon to anyone else, I showed them mm-hmm. it was unloaded, and the slide was slide back. is back. Yep, magazine is out. Boom! It's either the slide is locked back, or I at least pull it back so they can inspect the chamber. And then they check it themselves. Yep. I hand it to you, and now you're going to slide it back again, and you're going to check it. Or it's already slid back. Absolutely. Right. Now or, I get it in the old... Oh, I'm sorry. Or if it's a revolver, you open the wheel. Well, on these, now, you can't. You can't, but you, you have, have open a, the people. You have, a, you, have a, right. you have a swing gate right there where you load. But when you pull the hammer back, and that's where <clears> the teaching... Yep. He could have pulled the hammer back half a click and half. went click, 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 click. 
click revolving exactly. cylinder and went, okay, it's good. Swing gate closed, click, and now I'm ready to go. Now I believe you. Thank you. Absolutely. Right. And and this is where this is where the other half but of my But he hates guns. Right. This is the other, this is where the other half of my brain comes in. Alec Baldwin. Are you gonna cover how many rounds were on site? No, I eventually, okay. yes. Okay, I won't so, go there. So he's so anti gun, anti NRA. If he had just taken these four simple rules from the NRA, he would not be in this situation whatsoever. Or had someone who was actually in the NRA actually on his side. Right. But even if you have somebody who's in the NRA, he should still say, listen, I I know that these are the rules. I'm going to take this gun from you that you tell me is cold, and I'm going to double check it myself. By the way, but John did not bring beer tonight. Just, but just he didn't do that. <laughs> and ooh. Would right. you like a Modelo? Uh, no, I'm good. Okay. Um, so during the investigation, the gun that was inspected, uh, they, they looked at the guns. There was a total of 500 rounds of ammunition. I was going to say live ammunition. With yes. well, it was a mix. It was a mix of blanks, dummy, and live ammo. Okay. Okay. We don't know exactly and why was there live ammo there. That is the key question. If I were the armor, I would say no live ammunition. But why was there? What were they doing with so, the live ammo? So during the downtime, the crew was taking this gun that they the used, one that they're going to use in the movie, yes, one sir, and would out go out in the desert and plink cans with it. They actually went and was like, oh, we'll just go plink some cans during the town. Oh, well, we used to do that all the time at work, right? Uh, right. No. And taking <laughs> people who had never shot guns, who said they wanted to learn how to shoot out into the desert, yeah. you know, on the back of the set or whatever, yeah. and the armor, from what I understand, was teaching them how to shoot these firearms with live ammo. Not the time or the place. Big freaking ammo. So keep saying armor. Is she an actual armor or is that the title? title. Well, the reason I'm asking is, I mean, they have all sorts of names for. Yeah, well, that's what she was called. So I don't know. I I know. I just want to make sure when when yeah, LT. When we were doing simulation training, what and we all showed up and I said, all right, everybody who has. A, a live gun, what do you do with it? We went out to the car, and a safety officer followed them to their police car, watched them take their gun, all their ammunition, their taser, their spray, their asp, a and knife, everything, knives, any weapon. and lock them in the trunk. If they had any weapons in the car, anywhere but the trunk, they had to secure them all in the trunk, take them out of the front of the vehicle, any secondary weapons. Then they were padded down completely like they were a suspect. And then their car was searched interior yep. of the car because I was one of the officers that was doing the training for that. Mm-hmm. And, and and they a band was wrapped around their arm, mm-hmm. and they were told if you had a band, you had been checked. If you left the training area, even to walk back to your car to grab something, yes. you had to be researched yep. completely by one of the range safety officers. Yep. And we never had an AD. Not yep. once in the 10 years I was doing it did we ever have an AD. No, because there were, there were precautions put in place. Honestly, when you're dealing with that, you're going to deal with live ammo. We Absolutely. even had boxes yep. 
with with padlocks on them to secure ammo, guns, everything. Yeah, none of later this. on. Yeah, when we none first started this. it, you had to put it in your trunk and lock your trunk. None of this <laughs> happened. So they recovered um, uh, three firearms that they're trying to that were actually functioning. They were real firearms. They're not prop guns. I have a problem with it. everybody's saying it's a prop gun. If it shoots live ammunition, it's a firearm. It's a real gun. Uh, they sent they sent a lot of the um, ammo to the FBI to right. find out if it was actually a functioning. Ammo. And it was right. <laughs> <laughs> so um, Baldwin kind of. You know, sometimes we, we we say things that we probably should not say. Yeah. Um, in 2017, uh, there was a shooting in Chicago. Not Chicago. California. See? California, where an officer was fighting a suspect, and the, and the suspect was grabbing, grabbing for his gun, and the officer ended up shooting him. Um, Alec Baldwin, hater of cops, hater of guns, and NRA. Absolutely. He, he sent out a tweet. I wonder what it's like to wrongfully kill someone. I don't know. Well, like Sorry, do. guys. I had to get a shot of Cooper the Wonder Dog, <laughs> who sits in here with us every single show, and make sure that we are safe. Anyway, okay. so, so, yeah, he, he said, I wonder what it's like to wrongfully kill someone to an officer who was justified in his use of force. That was so, on social media. Right. He, he tweeted it well, out. Oh, what do you know? Re, yeah, uh, imagine <laughs> that. And he's someone who, oh, if he's such an anti-gun guy, he's in so many movies that he's shooting guns. And, and, and oh, a lot of them. Right. I just, I, I don't. So this is the other part of my brain. I think it was an accident. I really think well, it is truly an accident. I do too. But I think that is that if, against the law, though. Well, let, let's. It's an accident. Let, 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 let me let me finish my my thought here, and then we'll talk about the legal aspect. I think that if he, if somebody on the set had just taken the time and said, "Listen, I know you, I know you hate guns, but let's just be safe for a minute." And these are the four rules. And if we abide by these rules, nothing will happen. I agree. Okay. I think it was an accident for ignorance, out of ignorance. Okay. Now, um, let's talk about charges. Any- I think that the whoever was in charge of that firearm, notice I didn't say prop gun. Right. That firearm, I think that they should be charged with felony culpable negligence. And what is what is culpable negligence? John, what is culpable negligence? <laughs> it's when you do an act with, you know, Basically, an accident, but you should have taken reasonable care for this accident not to have occurred. So, you know, handing a loaded firearm to someone and saying, it's cold, you know. Let's say you let somebody jump on a skateboard and they grab a hold of the bumper of your truck and you're driving the truck. And you know if you go down the road at 60 miles an hour or 30 miles an hour, something could happen. Right. They could fall off that skateboard, crash, hit their head, and die. And you're driving that truck, and you say, yeah, go ahead, let's do it. And you put it in gear, and they cried. Yeah, they're stupid for doing that, 
but you're stupid for allowing them and making that happen. And that's what she did. She allowed this live firearm to make it somehow on the set, who which she was in charge of. She was in charge of all firearms, ammunition, blanks, whatever the hell they were. Yeah, and, and, and to that point, apparently in the box, there was a mix of live ammo and blanks. In and the that, same box. That, that proves my point right there, and his point too, is... That's absolute culpable negligence, on, on, I believe. Okay, now we're going to get back to a point I made earlier that I think is crucial, and especially the two previous incidents that you said happened. Okay, there were two incidents of negligent discharge or improper behavior, yeah. at least, on the set. Right. Alec Baldwin is the producer. Yes. Who's responsible for that set? He is. So is did he did is, he say you know we need to have a safety meeting? So is he, as he pointed out, culpably negligent? Is he responsible for the safety on that set since he's in charge of it? We have we have to we have to we have to prove that he know about those instances because we only know about these instances through interviews. Criminally, I say no for Baldwin. Civilly, as a producer. Civilly, as a producer, I say absolutely. Civilly, I think he's. Uh, you know what? The thing is, you guys remember Union Carbide, mm-hmm. like in the eighties. Yeah, right. So you understand that the owner of Union Carbide. So if you don't know, if you guys are younger than I. Most oh, everybody is. Yeah. Um, Other than him. Union Carbide in, in, in Nepal, yeah, Nepal. Nepal, India, they were making a chemical, and there was an accident. It killed hundreds, thousands of thousands people. Thousands of people. And uh, they held the owner of the company criminally liable for that. They different are co- different countries. They, it is a different country, but you have today, I mean, they're looking to hold gun manufacturers liable criminally for weapons being used in crimes just because they made the gun. Yeah. And so we'd have to look at the, what the New Mexico Yeah, law that's, the, that's the important thing. Yeah. What, what is their law on culpable negligence? Is it just the individual who did it? We did a, we did a mock trial in our, at our school the other, uh, last year, and the, it was a, a student who was driving, and there was another kid... Who's, they, they like to take videos, and the kid got on top of the car to dance, and the car the kid got in a crash, and the, the guy on top the, the kid on top of the car died, and they charged the driver of the car. Similar to what you were saying, right. you know, grabbing a you yeah, know, riding exactly. a skateboard and all that stuff. Absolutely. So ultimately, I, I, so what I'm saying is, if you're ultimately responsible as the producer yes. for the entire set. Including who's hired. Okay. Just like negligent retention. Yeah. Okay. You hire someone who's being charged with sexual harassment. That sounds familiar. Well, but <laughs> but if someone is terminated for sexual harassment, and then someone else hires him or her with that charge already having been leveled against them. And it happens again. And it happens again. All of a sudden, you're kind of lit. So as a producer... Liable. As a producer... You should have known or, or who you're yes, hiring. Yes, you have to do a background. Yes. Okay. Now you know it's kind of amusing. One time, my 
my son-in-law got hurt at work, but he worked for a small small company, and my daughter had only worked for larger companies, so when he got hurt at work, fairly significant injury, did he fill out an incident report? Probably not. Well, no, because it's a small company. They, right. You know, they drove him to the hospital. Yeah. They don't do incident reports. I'm sure anytime there's a safety issue and all that stuff, there's incident reports done. And so, so he's responsible for do, for reviewing them and addressing them. So Joey popped in. I can't read the statute because he, he copied the whole thing. Not the statute itself, but like the, that for New Mexico. The, the, well, the link. And no, it looks like, F, no, it's FL um, okay. statute. Uh, Joey, I can't click on the link. I apologize. But he said, I charged um, this guy for a DUI case where he said, I charged this charge for a DUI case where a man hit a power pole and knocked out a block of power and caused another person to crash and die because the lights were out. Couple negligence, he just said. Because all the lights were out because of his crash, DUI, he crashed into the pole, killed all the lights, and another guy come down through there with no lights going, yeah. crashed and died, he charged him with culpable negligence. Great example, man. Right. Um, let us know. A real-life example. Yeah, if you know if that ever went to trial or if, you're, if the guy ever actually faced the charges or not. Because we know our state attorneys are. So I, 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 I want to believe that... New Mexico, I, I forgot the agency that, that's working this case. Is sure he, went to jail, he went to jail on that charge, convicted. Yeah. Good um, job, man. The sheriff's office, I I, I want to believe that they're ultimately going to charge somebody for... Someone's going to get charged with a crime. It, se- it seems like it. Because oh, for sure. For sure. Now, it's a matter of... Because right now, they're still trying to determine who handed Baldwin the gun. You know who loaded the gun with whatever? Who well, they're saying that it. one guy uh, well, he handed it to him and, and he held on to it while he rearranged the holster, and then he handed it back to him, but he only had it for a second. Yeah, you know, so, whatever, man. So, it, so if it, let's say you're the armor, John, and you say, "All right, we're good to go," and I'm just a uh, sh- you know a schmo. Hey, give this to uh, Mr. Baldwin. I'm like, all right. He said it's cold. Am I responsible or are you responsible? I I would be if I'm the one who doesn't who's certified, who's trained to check right. to make sure it's safe, and I hand it to someone and say it's not. I am partially responsible, but again, if you follow the the rules that people say, you know, every gun is loaded until you verify that it's not. Yep. Okay, Alec Baldwin is. Somewhat responsible Absolutely. in that in that regard, he is honestly maybe not legally, but he's honestly one hundred percent responsible for not checking that gun. Okay. Oh, it's he's going to pay but, out millions. But, but I still think, as the producer, with two other incidents on that set of gun problems. Okay, after the first incident of gun problems, okay, we're having a meeting. Mm-hmm. People are getting fired, and we're getting new people in here. No okay. ammo on set. Now he has taken action yeah. to correct it. Yeah, Without agree. taking action to correct it, he's responsible, I believe, civilly and criminally. That's my opinion. Yeah, so, no, I agree. So, last words. Uh, John, charges for whom? Um, I would say probably for the armor or whoever it was that stated it was safe 
and then handed it to him. And then I also think, as producer, Alec Baldwin is criminally liable. You think, so reality-wise, what do you think uh, New Mexico is going to, what do you think they're going to file charges on? I think both. Okay. Ronnie? I LT? say the armor, um, criminally negligent for, um, for the culpable negligence, um, and any of her assistants that were in charge of that, I think they all get charged. I think they'll let Alec walk because of all his money and influence and everything else. But civilly, I think he'll settle out of court for probably $10 million to the family. And let's not forget, guys, this poor family of this producer, of this uh, videographer, you know, God rest her soul. I, I hear she was an absolute angel. And, you know, I really feel bad for her family as they go through this. They lost a, they lost a loved one. Yeah, and and you know, even though I can't absolutely cannot stand Alec Baldwin, and I won't watch anything that he does, I feel for the family. But I don't think they're going to criminally charge him. Um, if they do, it'll never go anywhere. But that's just my opinion. So I think I think that they're going to charge the armor or somebody who is is in that in that realm. I don't think they're going to charge Alec Baldwin, but I think a, a, a wrongful death civil lawsuit. Well, definitely. Oh, that's, that's a guarantee. That's, yeah. a guarantee. <laughs> that's a given. Yeah. The, uh, that's that's all I, I think. Listen, guys, we really appreciate you watching. If you're watching us on YouTube, please make sure you subscribe down below and hit that notification button. We really appreciate it. Like the video. We really appreciate all you guys watching. It really means a lot to us. Um, you guys are like family to us, and we really appreciate having you out here watching the show and giving us your input and feedback and this and that. We try to answer everything we can. Just remember, we also have podcasts on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify. Um, I'm missing any other of the podcasts. And, uh, Stitcher, all, the, all the, the standard ones. We're on yeah. Twitter now. And yeah, we're on Twitter. Um, Instagram. Instagram. Instagram, thank you, yep. Facebook. So uh, hit us up. If you want to see us do another show um, have a topic for something us. different, please let us know. We... we absolutely love to get topics from our audience we do research them and we will do the topics that you bring up we try to do stuff that's you know in the kind of the news now but um, hey if it was 10 years ago and it was a big case and it never got solved or you know you'd like to hear our opinion on it please let us know we'd love to talk about it or anything we'd love to talk about it stay tuned because i'm going to start doing some ronnie's rants and uh, they're going to be like about a 10 or 15 minute long thing during the week between our shows where I talk about various items in the news or just stuff that pisses me off. And, <laughs> that uh, grinds your gears. Grinds my gears. Basically everything. Yeah, yeah. pretty much everything. So, uh, And always remember, we, we still, still got, got your six. six. Thank you guys very much. Salute. Salute.